0: Well, one of the aspects of current affairs that keeps us in business, I suppose, is the fact that uh, there are so many different opinions, and that's also true of the Chinese economy. Today we've got to talk about what kind of opposing views there are and what the Minsky moment is on the glossary with Cho ji Good morning.
1: Good morning, Alex. Um, So the Minsky moment is when a market fails or falls into crisis after an extended period of market speculation or unsustainable growth. So this Minsky moment is based on the idea that if periods of speculation last long enough – that will eventually lead to crises. Um, the longer the speculation occurs, the worse the crisis will be. This is actually named after Hyman Minsky, who was an economist and professor famous for arguing the inherent instability of markets, especially the bull markets. And he felt that long bull markets only ended in large collapses. And this term has recently become another topic of attention, with analysts pointing at China's economy. An example of the opposing views was on display when two separate April 5th research reports Each cited the risk of a Minsky moment, but both came to very different conclusions.
0: So what was the first opinion?
1: Well, the analysis published in Gavakal's China Econ- e- Economic Quarterly said in the headline, and it said it all, it said China's impending Minsky moment. And so you can really guess what they were implying there. Mm. Uh, meanwhile, the the second opinion was Mizuho Securities Asia, which argues that sky-high savings rates, potential to develop its capital markets, low levels of foreign debt and record of solving past crises mean that the nation can avoid a minsky moment but according to mizuho the government needs to push through painful structural reforms improve the financial market regulation and get a grip on contagion risk to escape a crunch that would mean measures that include keeping the yuan stable uh, heading off a real estate bubble and reforming those bloated state-owned enterprises
0: Well, debt in China increased in the past few years, and it seems the warnings on borrowing are well known by ratings firms, the International Monetary Fund, policymakers, analysts who all rank debt among the key risks facing the economy.
1: Yes. Well, Standard & Poor's uh, recently cut the outlook for China's credit rating to negative from stable, saying that the economic rebalancing is likely to proceed more slowly than the ratings firm had expected. Moody's Investor Service earlier made a similar revision, highlighting the surging debt and questioning the government's ability to enact reforms. Meanwhile, Emerging Advisors Groups takes on a slightly different view, saying that the Chinese authorities have given up even trying to get a handle on the country's spiraling debt problem, which means that a financial crisis and severe growth downturn are likely by 2020. Mm. Uh, The Emerging Advisors Group analyst draws parallels with Japan's debt crisis, after the nation's stock market and real estate bubbles burst in the early 1990s, but also adds that if anything... China's problem could be worse. Um, That's because Japan's debt was mostly funded by the central bank, whereas China depends on banks lending off their deposit base. And on top of this, the government is showing no evident signs to clamp down on leverage, only storing up bigger problems down the line. So this will be an interesting uh, idea or two different opinions to look at.
0: Well, thank you very much for sharing with us the Minsky moment and more this morning.
1: You're welcome, Alex.
0: on with today's glossary.